Welcome to Biz Fueled. I am your host, Sharitha Ferguson. Thrilled to be here, excited to share this moment with my co-host of listeners out there. Biz Fueled is the show that will fuel your business with helpful information from those living the dream and from experts to help those dreams come true. Today's topic is cash flow, the lifeline of your business. I do have a small business expert, Mitch Grawl from Wells Fargo on the line. Welcome to BizFueled, Mitch. Hey, glad to be here. Thank you. Ah, no problem. Uh, please tell my co-hosts of listeners who you are and what you do at Wells Fargo. I'll uh, be happy to. I'm Mitch Grawl. I'm the small business strategy leader uh, for our southeast region of Wells Fargo, and I've been with the bank going on 25 years, and uh, my role is to uh, kind of be that liaison between our corporate business strategies uh, and the field where we're actually executing and helping our small businesses grow every single day. So look forward to the time today to help you all uh, make your dreams come true. Awesome. Now, for those of you just tuning in, I'm speaking with Mitch Grawl from Wells Fargo, and our topic is cash flow, the lifeline of your business. Now, Mitch, before we dive in, I want to read some statistics. According to a U.S. bank study, 82% of business failures are due to poor cash flow management or poor understanding of how cash flow contributes to business. My co-host weighed heavily via Facebook on cash flow and, and issues with cash flow. So let's dive in with the first question. And this comes from this question comes from Brenda out of Connecticut. What does Wells Fargo look for in a business plan? And is lack of cash flow a fatal flaw for a business plan? Oh, it's a great question. And whether it's Wells Fargo uh, or you know most most lenders or investors, yeah, there are some key things that that we do look for, and I will tell you, cash flow is a big one, uh, and the reason why is because cash flow, uh, the ability to be able to show good cash flows, really gives an investor or a bank um, insight to is a is a uh, business owner able to repay a loan? Do they have the capacity, as as a term we like to use, to repay that loan? Um, and so that's why it is such a big part. Uh, some of the things that we do look for, uh, I'll tell you as you're getting started out there, uh, really uh, do fall into the lines of um, being able to share uh, the purpose of what you're, you're looking to borrow or why you're borrowing it. Uh, because so many times a business owner will have a great idea and want to borrow um, a certain amount of money to get you know, either business started or grow their business. But they're unable to explain really why they need the amount that they need, and uh, not be able to articulate the reason why or the, the purpose for that credit request. Uh, you know, really makes uh, lenders or banks really begin to you know question. They really know their business. Um, another part is be able to articulate your credit history, uh, whether it's you know uh, you know uh, great or whether there were some hiccups in the past, we be able to articulate that credit history, um, that credit profile, why things happen the way they did, how you've managed credit uh, over time is something, again, either an investor or a bank is going to be looking at. Granted, there are reports and things that uh, banks and, and lenders will look at, but also the ability to articulate those um, uh, as well verbally 
uh, again, to show you know your business and you know why things happened the way they did uh, to your business. Be able to provide company financials. is something else we look for in that business plan. Cash flow statements, balance sheets, income statements, uh, uh, tax returns, all these things that help, again, put together uh, a true sense of how has this business either been running or what are uh, the projections that this business has and this the business owner, do they really have a grasp of the impact this business could have in the marketplace and does it make sense? Everything has to make sense. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, this seems to be uh, what some folks overlook, but it can really get in the way, is that when you do actually apply for credits uh, after going through all this, make sure that your application matches your numbers and your financials and on your business plan. Uh, so many times um, what uh, business owners will put into a business plan or while their financials might not match what they actually put on the application for credit. And again, it goes back to does the business owner really have a grasp of, of what's going on in their business? So those are a few things on this point out there that we look for in a business plan as well as just overall when looking at the credit opportunity. So Mitch, let's go back. Um, a step when you identify that they need to show the need. Can you give the uh, listeners a clearer picture of what you mean by showing that need? Absolutely. So, you know, let's say, for example, you know, you are, um, gosh, I'm just going to make up an example here. Say you're in the delivery business, right? And you come in uh, to meet an investor or a lender and you say, you know what, I'm, I'm in, the, in, the, my, in the delivery business. You know, I want to get a $50,000 loan to expand my business. Okay, well, why did you decide that you needed $50,000? Well, because I want to buy uh, a new truck, it's new equipment, et cetera, to go along with it. Okay, well, then how much does the trucks cost? Well, they cost, and I'm just making this up, $25,000. Okay, and this other... Uh, the other uh, things you need for expanding your business. Well, start putting that down. Well, that's more around $15,000. Okay, well, that's only $40,000. Why, why are you requesting $50,000? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, and so those are, that, that's kind of just a quick example of what I'm talking about. The, the request that you have, does it make sense for what you're actually going to use those funds for? Because if you can't kind of reconcile what those funds are going to be used for, that's going to be or could be a red flag to some lenders around, all right, you know, um, just, you know, how much of a handle does this business owner really have on their cash flow management uh, and what their needs are for their business? Okay, so I know with business plans, um, and I've seen them out there on social media online where they will promote, hey, you only need a one-page business plan, and you have some software companies that they will churn out a 10-page business plan. So does that make a difference? Or just going back to what you said, just showing the need, as long as that need is illustrated, it doesn't matter the length of the business plan? No, great question. I I would say from a formalized business plan standpoint, uh, I would look for a template that was compatible or the kind of the requirements for what the SBA, the Small Business Administration, looks for. So as many times the Small Business Administration, uh, all of their programs, they're going to require 
of some sort of business plan, particularly for startups and business expansion. And you're going to want to make sure that your business plan fits in the template of the SBA. So that would be number one when you're looking at the provider. Um, and, and then most, most banks are going to be, are going to fall in line. Uh, if the SBA is okay with uh, that template, banks and investors are going to be as well. So that, that would be my advice to business owners is to uh, reach out or you know, look at our, the Small Business Administration website, see what tools and resources they have around business plans, and leverage those so that you don't have to kind of repeat your work later on when you're applying uh, for loans or, or, or assistance. Oh, I think that's great. Like I said, there are so many uh, business owners, new business owners, they just don't know where to start when it comes to the business plan. So going to your local SBA and and getting that information, I think that is definitely a great uh, start. Next, we have Tanisha from Florida, and she wants to know, how can startups not making a lot of money better present themselves to banks so they are more likely to get a loan? No, great question, and and I would say similar uh, to to my response on the previous question. It really does come back to being able to articulate, even though you might not be making a lot of money, being able to articulate and show how you are managing those cash flows, and kind of being able to articulate and show how you are kind of managing your business uh, in in some of those key areas. I would say you know, take a little deeper, you know, besides being able to articulate, you know, credit history and, and capacity and those sorts of things, I think be able to show you understand the conditions uh, that your business is in. So maybe you're not making a lot of money now. You've got some, you know, cash flow projections that show, you know, um, you know, some growth over the next, you know, several months or, or several years. But be able to explain, understand the conditions of why that might happen. And by conditions, uh, I'm talking about maybe something that's internally going on with your business. Maybe you're expecting uh, an infl- uh, a set of new contracts that you'll be signing with new vendors or new customers. Maybe you're expecting uh, conditions in our current environment. You know, the last couple of years, we've seen external conditions for mm-hmm. business uh you know, impact things greatly with COVID and, and whatnot. Some businesses had seen it a boom, and other businesses had been been not obviously not uh, not as um, uh, lucrative. But be able to show, okay, when I am presenting this to you or talking through this, this is why I believe this is going to happen. And even though right now I'm not making uh, the money I'm you know expect to make, here's the why. Here's the conditions are going to change that you can document and then show that's going to make that happen. So that would be the thing I'd add to that, Shrita. With what you just said regarding COVID, so you have a yeah. lot of businesses that started up during COVID. You have more home-based businesses that are happening. With some of the startups, they may not have the initial capital because they're borrowing money from their checking account, savings account, yep. 401ks to make this happen. So with that said, are those types of businesses looked at differently because they are just starting up? Let's say they're using maybe one of the uh, software services to right. get their cash flow statements and balance sheets and things of that nature. But what if they're not and they're not in those services, but they've used an Excel sheet and they're saying, yeah. okay, well, I got a template offline to help me do my balance sheet. How is that looked at when it comes to getting a loan? 
Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, in situations like that, especially when you've got brand, like, you know, someone who's kind of starting from scratch, not a lot of experience, if any experience at all in running their business, I tell you, the best thing uh, to do uh, is to connect yourself with what I, what we just called uh, local uh, community development financial institutions. They're also known as CDFIs uh, because many of these CDFIs of uh, business that they're they're nonprofits uh, or they're connected with nonprofits that can help brand new from scratch business owners with kind of what you know we call basic financial literacy uh, in starting your business. And getting things started, but they also have abilities to provide resources that, say, traditional banks might not be able to, such as um, low-cost um, loans or maybe even grants, depending on the type of business or industry that you're in, or the, um, the or the demographic makeup that you're in uh, that's out there. Uh, and so that would be for someone like you're describing, Sharifa. Uh, I think the best thing for someone like that would be to connect with a local CDFI. And, you know, if someone needs help in doing that, we actually have uh, resources through Wells Fargo that can connect you with local CDFIs to kind of really help you get that foundational, basic um, uh, uh, financial literacy to get your, your business started. So hopefully that answers the question. Teresa. Yes. Oh, wow. So it seems like Wells Fargo is that one-stop shop. You know, not only are you <laughs> going to help get a loan, but you're going to help them with other resources as well. Now, can you um, tell the listeners again what the acronym CDFI stands for? Yeah. Community Development Financial Institution. It's so, a mouthful. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Um, now say that three times fast. It's going to be announcing a, a pretty large uh, investment in the Miami area to support CDFIs and other organizations to help uh, some of our women and minority businesses in the Miami area going to get off the ground. So more to come on that in the Miami area specifically. But uh, definitely uh, would love to be able to connect folks uh, with those places. This Fueled is the one that's uh, breaking that announcement, right? So you heard it here oh, first right. on Biz Fueled, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. So, um, again, just to go to CDFI. So can they, uh, because we have listeners um, throughout the United States, can uh-huh. they go to their local Wells Fargo and say, how do I get connected to CDFI? Or can they call the 1-800 number to get connected? I think the, the easiest way is to go out to our wellsfargo.com website and, and you know, type in the search, you know, CDFIs um, or small or use a, a small business navigator because uh, we actually have a website that we partner, Wells Fargo partners with Connect to Capital that we call Small Business Navigator that uh, when a business say, puts just a, some basic information in about their business, like name of business, type of industry, you know, uh, if they're looking for, you know, a, you know, a, a credit or a loan amount, et cetera, you know, they can put, you know, some basic information in and then it will connect them with that local CDFI. It will actually pop up on the screen. Here's a local CDFI that should be able to meet, you know, the request that you're looking for. And someone from that local CDFI will actually reach out to you. Uh, but you can also call them as well because you'll have their contact information there. So wellsfargo.com, uh, search for uh, Small Business Navigator or CDFIs, and uh, you can definitely uh, find what you need oh, there. Okay, awesome. Nikisha from Maryland writes, when should you take out a business loan and what's needed? 
Uh-huh. Oh, good question. And I will tell you, just like with a lot of, uh, a lot of questions, it depends. Um, and, and what I mean by that, not, not to be coy, but what I mean by that is um, the need for lending is different depending on what stage of the life cycle your business is in, okay? So uh, saying, hey, when you need to get a business loan really depends on where you're at in your business life cycle. So, um, you know, if you're a startup and you need funding just to get off the ground, well, then there you go. You, you need to go ahead and let's get, uh, you know, maybe you need to get some funding or investor funding, whatever, right off the bat just to get off the ground. But maybe you're in a situation where, okay, I'm able to get off the ground and get things going, um, got my business started up, um, you know, got a couple of years into my business. I'm starting to see that you see it to uh, um, make making money. But you know what? Now, all right, I depending on what kind of business it's in. All right, now I need to maybe upgrade my equipment, or maybe I need to bring on some more people because now I'm in the part where I can't handle this by myself. I need to to expand uh, out. Well, that might be the time you need to get a line of credit so that you can take on additional payroll or that you can start buying in larger bulk your uh, inventory so you can get discounts, et cetera. So it, it's hard to say without you know, knowing the specific business the situation when the right time to get a business loan is. It really just depends on where you're at in that business cycle and what you're going to need that uh, loan for. Um, that makes sense, uh, Yes, that makes a lot of sense. And I hope that was very clear to our listeners. Um, and we, we will have information, more information, um, if anyone wants to dive even deeper with uh, cash flow and some of the things that you need. So head on over to our Facebook page, which is uh, BizFueled. But for those of you that are t- tuning in now, um, I'm speaking with Mitch Grawl from Wells Fargo, and our topic is cash flow, the lifeline of your business. So to go back to your last uh, question, Mitch, we were talking mm-hmm. about the uh, when should you get a loan. So usually yep. what are the terms for the business loans? Yeah, uh, again, I'll say it, it depends, right, because it all depends on the type of loan that you end up needing uh, or qualifying for. So. You know, with, you know, you could, you know, credit cards, you know, that could be uh, something that uh, is short term, you know, the interest rates are variable and you pay it up. And then there's like your personal credit card all the way up to if you're looking to finance a, a, a warehouse or an office building or an office uh, or just an office space where it's real estate involved. Uh, the terms on those are going to be, you know, you could have maybe a fixed rate like a, like a traditional like consumer mortgage. It could be possibly 20, 25-year amortization. Depends on, like I said, uh, depends on what you're looking to borrow, uh, what you're looking to, um, how much you're looking to borrow, uh, and really kind of um, the type of a business and, and how you're looking to use those funds. So um, depending on where your business at is at in its life cycle and what its needs are, that's going to depending the type of loan, which will determine the type of terms that uh, it would generate. So hopefully that makes sense. Yes. Uh, now, Renique from Georgia asks, okay. what are unknown benefits that you have as a Wells Fargo business bank account holder? Oh, gosh. Well, I'll tell you, there are a lot of little hidden benefits. <laughs> tell us the um, secret. <laughs> well, yeah. I won't say, well, I probably shouldn't say hidden, but I guess that makes it. Maybe you don't necessarily think about, and, and this would be true, you know, 
I would say whether it's Wells Fargo or with with uh, with other institutions. But we would love to have everyone, all of your listeners, bank, bank with the Wells Fargo. Uh, but I think when you open, when you have that business account um, set up, uh, and again going back to kind of building your credit profile and getting getting your credit your your cash flow. Um, uh, starting to build that cash flow analysis piece. Few benefits out there. One is that even though you talk about here about credit score and credit reports and all these things, when it, when a lender is looking at uh, issuing credit or approving you for credit, they're going to look at your entire business credit profile. That includes yeah, a, a credit scores, credit reports, and all those things. But also includes how you handle. Your finances, such as your business accounts and, and those sorts of things. So having your account um, at a particular bank makes that um, much easier to be able to follow and understand to see how well are you uh, using your account, uh, are you in good standing, uh, and be able to do that. So that's one little hidden benefit. makes it easier on that side. Two, when you think about understanding cash flow, it's much easier for a business for a for a lender to know a uh, understand a business's cash flow if the account is at that bank or their account multiple accounts are at that one institution because they can see you know they have a little bit, bit more insight to see how those flow through and quite frankly the third point is because all that information is at that lender um, the ease of applying be able to get information such as bank statements. Be able to manage those accounts digitally so that you have better access to that information quickly. Um, things that you don't always think about, but uh, those, those are some hidden benefits that uh, not only having an account with Wells Fargo can provide you, but having a, an account in the business name uh, by itself that can definitely provide you uh, that people don't think about. Yes, and I think one of the uh, things that many of the business owners or small business owners will do is they will have a an account and use it mm-hmm. for their personal so yep. you know maybe it's easier to just swipe the card because they're you know getting something from the grocery store or whatever the case is how how do you guys look upon that if you see that the account holder the business account holder is using that card that business account too much for their personal usage? Yeah, I, I would say uh, I, I recommend greatly that business owners separate personal from, from business uh, as, as soon as you can, okay? I know probably when you maybe you're first getting started, heck, sometimes, you know, we, you might get started in your business before it's officially a business, you know, if you know what I mean. So sometimes, sometimes you know, maybe early on you have to do that, but as soon as you get your business license, your tax ID, uh, and and can get an account opened in your business name, do it. Because, one, it's going to make it much easier uh, to reconcile for tax purposes, uh, you know, what you know what actually was business-related versus, you know, personal expense and income, those sorts of things. Second, and it goes back to cash flow. Everything seems to always go back to cash flow, right? Right, and that so lifeline, right? <laughs> that's right. Everything goes into cash flow. And so the easier it is for yourself, as well as anyone you are trying to uh, show viability and capacity in your business, the easier it is for them to see how that cash flow works and numbers match on cash flow statements and they can reconcile back to bank statements and all these things. Mm-hmm. It just makes it easier um, uh, in the long run. 
And so that's, uh, I, I would say, as soon as you can, separate those out um, between per, uh, business and personal. Gotcha. Makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, we have Nicole out of New Jersey wants to know, does Wells Fargo have grants for small businesses? Well, I tell you what, um, we, well, not, well, it depends on what you're looking for. Um, uh, when you talk about grants um, to get the business started, those are where we partner with those um, community development financial institutions that I was mentioning earlier. So um, in those cases, you know, we would want to help direct you and connect you with one of those local CDFIs uh, for business grants. Uh, now, you know, we do have uh, a foundation uh, at Wells Fargo that uh, works on um, um, like sponsorships and those sorts of things. So as far as grants uh, to get a business started, uh, that's where we partner with those uh, local CDFIs to help make that happen. Oh, that's nice. That's awesome that they can, you know, I, I, I think uh, CDFI is definitely the way to go and get connected with Wells Fargo. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So are there interest-bearing accounts for business accounts? Actually, there are. There are. So just like, you know, with personal, you know, uh, banking, right, you've got your checking account, which sometimes you might have an interest uh, on those. But they also your savings accounts. And so, yeah, business savings accounts you know, will generate uh, some interest on those. And, again, going back to cash flow, right, as your, as your business has good cash flow and you end up having some excess cash on hand, you can move some of that excess cash into a business savings account, uh, which can, you know, act as a rainy day fund or, uh, you know, at some point, uh, but also can generate some additional interest uh, while you might not necessarily need the cash to run your business. Sometimes, you know, someone getting started might find that a little bit difficult because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of that cash in my hand. But as that business grows and you have a better handle on that cash flow and managing the inflows and outflows of your business, uh, business owners are able to put a little bit more uh, in the uh, side and, you know, let it work for you while uh, you're out working on your business. Mitch, as we wind down, I do have one final question. With everything we discussed today, what makes Wells Fargo for small businesses different from any other bank? Oh, gosh. Uh, Well, I will tell you um, a few things. One, like I said, we have some great partnerships uh, with local, uh, you know, uh, institutions that will help uh, businesses get off the ground and help get them directed. Uh, and even if uh, we can't always say yes to a request, we have partners uh, that can help uh, get a business uh, set up. So hopefully we can say yes to the, all those requests at some point. But I would also say, too, besides being you know very, very involved in communities, I would say the ability to be uh, not just a countrywide, worldwide, but uh, we are kind of that community bank uh, across the country. I mean, you, you, it's hard to go... Uh, you know, anywhere in the United States, uh, than in a few states out there where you know, we're, we're not, uh, deeply rooted in what we do. And so, you know, we like to, uh, provide, you know, that uh, local, uh, more community-based service, even though we do have the capacity to impact, uh, growth of businesses all the way from, you know, getting things started with your first account to one day when you're a multinational corporation. So, uh, I would say that is something that can separate us from uh, a lot of others. And I think that the last thing there 
uh, is our people. You know, we do we put a lot of energy in training uh, our, our our people uh, in our branches and behind the scenes to help our small business owners grow. But a lot of resources that are free, whether you bank with us or not, out on our wellsfargo.com website for you to access um, to help grow your business, whether it's um, tools and resources to help you with managing your cash flow, whether it's to help you with human resource questions for your business, or quite frankly, uh, if you're uh, a woman or minority business owner, some special resources to help you out there. So tools, resources, people, community, those are things that are important to us and why we are, uh, I think we separate ourselves from others out there. Listeners, I hope you guys were taking notes. That was a lot of information about cash flow and why it's so important to manage your cash flow. If you need more information regarding cash flow, you can head on over to BizFueled Facebook page. Be sure to log on to wellsfargo.com to connect with the CDFI and additional information regarding what Wells Fargo has for small business owners. Thank you, Mitch, for being on BizFueled. If you would like more information, please, again, go to BizFueled. If you want to weigh in on our next show, go to BizFueled on our Facebook page to see the next show topic. This is Biz Fueled, and thank you for listening. Until next time.